a later date. <laughs> In an hour? Eventually. Uh, if I, whenever I sit, We're on time. Whenever I sit upright, which I, I need, I need a lot of range. And once, you also moved your chair just like a couple inches when, forward. When right? you, when you, yeah. when you, uh, it's all about the, like, the placement of things, you know, the ergonomic. There you go. There you go. Nailed it, man. Now I can, if I go here, don't worry about it. Leave okay. it. It's fine because then that lets me go here and I'm still. I need room to breathe. You well, know? It's, it's on manual focus because when you do the hand thing, it just kind of like messes up the focus. If you do autofocus? Yeah. I feel like you could do it with good face tracking turned on. The camera will get hotter though, for sure. Sure. Yeah. So you have to get the AC pumping even harder than it normally does. See, now you have too much headroom. Mm-mm. It's good. It's perfect. Well, we'll see. You're stressing way too hard. The, the, the ceiling is cool. It's much nicer. It kind of creates a, a thing. Okay. okay. And if you chop it right here, you kind of don't appreciate what's really going on up there. Okay. It's not a green screen. Let's That's see how the close is. Real space that we're sitting okay, in. Okay, the close needs work. But close always need. You're always goofing with that one. Yeah. You're always playing around. All right. Uh, what can I say? What can I do? What can I say? Well, um, it's a man. It is a, a beautiful nice day. day. <laughs> I know, it's a nice day. I know that that's like the cliche thing to do. But today it kind of struck me with even greater impact. Uh, did you go out and do stuff in the morning? No, no. I mean, no, just okay. just living. Right. Just living. Right. I actually had to get eye drops for my kid. Oh. Yeah, he got some red thing going on. So I did the opposite of enjoy the weather this morning. But you went out. You got a little bit of uh, the sun there. I do feel alive. Yeah. I do feel alive. I went on a 6K run. Don't touch my camera. I like it right where it is. <laughs> I need room to breathe. Right here. That's fine, too. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I need room. See? The range. I mean, the chair. I can't leave the chair. The chair is here. We got to go with, like, an ultra wide. Like, you have an arm and an arm. I can't leave this range, so... I don't know. Look, I, I mean, it, so what? I mean, maybe if I'm over here, I mean, or I'm over here, it's still, it's cool. Okay. It's part of it, man. You get to the passage of time. You realize, like, people, humans, they move around. Yeah. Healthy but humans Your clothes move is all wonked up. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's perfect. Okay. Well, everything, everything is perfect, Will. I want you to know that. All, all right. right. I feel good today, too. Except for the sound that everyone's complaining they can't hear anything. Get out of here. Who's saying that? <laughs> it's too early for this. I like that you didn't even bite on that even momentarily. You were like, stop it. I know better. Hey, I'm looking at the comments, too. Oh, are you? Shout out everyone. Hello, world. Do you ever get in there? Fart. Do you ever get in there before we start? I do, going? yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm the hype man as well. Really? <laughs> I never knew you were a hype man. Yeah. 
holes in it. Look at this. I like it better on this framing. You see that? Okay. Yeah, people, they like the framing well. You see that? How that goes there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, asking about my shoes. I'm wearing these. These are the most. Look at these icons right here. 990 V6. Look at these icons right here. Unbelievable. Uh, very roomy, very comfortable. Obviously, a complete and utter classic. I'm looking like Steve Jobs over here. And if it ain't broke, don't break it. Mm. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't break it. They, they cost a bit of money. They're made in the USA. I think that's a, one of the problems as far as the cost goes. Or not, not a problem, but like it keeps the price up you can get different widths so you can get nice and roomy in there and really dial in what you like uh i can't believe they made six versions of this thing and and by the way it's not like it's a new version each year or something yeah, yeah. i know i know they cost a few dollars i mean that's canadian it's canadiana uh it's canadian it, listen in the u.s what's that gonna be like probably 199 189 sure what you mean, sure? Yeah, probably. I'm not uh, disputing you. Sounds like you are. Well. So the black one is back in stock. I ordered it already. Okay. I don't know if you're showing me that right now. I already okay, ordered it. A twofer? I ordered it. I tried a black one. They're, aren't they the same? What, the shoe? Yeah, it's just a different colorway. <laughs> <laughs> are you educating me on that? No, no, well, no, no. Why'd you get the different color? I'm curious. So I have two colors. Okay. <laughs> you think it's something like I thought more it was complicated just like, than that? Um, you just want to try it out, so you try with one color. But you're a shoe guy, so I didn't expect anything different. Yeah, no, I saw the black one came in stock. I actually wanted the black one, but it wasn't in stock when I got the last one. Okay. And then it came back in stock. I was like, okay, because I liked it. I started wearing it. And now the crazy ones are the Action Bronson collabs. Okay. But good luck getting your hands on those. Are and you'll limited? see he's actually in this promo right here if you go uh he's the, i think he's the last character that comes there oh no third last there he is now in that one i think he's wearing the actual uh, regular stock yeah he is he's wearing the stock 990 v6 but he did his own with all types of crazy neon type stuff going on Looks like he lost a lot of weight. Immediately. He did lose a lot of weight. He's been uh, on a regimen and uh, running around doing jumping jacks and everything like that. Yeah. And you could go go check him out and see what he's been up to. But doing push-ups and I think he did some wrestling, some actual like... Okay. He's having fun with it. And he's got the New Balance deal, so... Right on. He's all good. But I don't know if, you, if he's going to show some... He has a, a really crazy color. And another... Uh, special edition coming out soon too. Got the neon colors going on. There you go. There, 990 V6. Look at that color combo. Oh, baby. Yeah, oh, that's fun. Ain't nobody gonna miss yeah. that one. Pink laces. Neon green on the mesh. Uh, You got that new buck. Uh, uh, 
leather tone. It's funny they fit the actual natural leather tone in there. You don't even notice it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're hit with so much neon, but actually the suede aspect is the typical suede color. Huh. On there. Which is good. Got the mesh. Yeah, multiple materials in this. Well, listen, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's a high-quality sneaker. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you $260 this and that, but you can tell it's a quality thing. Okay. Is are they they're comfortable, right? Yeah, it, it, and and just are they the, meant for walking? Just or the build quality in general, or what are they what are they for? Why they got to be for anything? Well, why they got to be for something? So because I'm in the market for uh, running shoes. <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah, but I mean, you can obviously you saw in their promo like you got all types of different runners going with it, but it depends because this is like a cl kind of like a classic sort of running shoe i mean this one they call lifestyle because of the colorway but it is in the running section okay however a lot of people like if you're trying to do these i mean i got in here five minutes in you're going like i just remember i'm doing 6k you know what i mean see yeah. they list it as lifestyle I'm, i just ran 6k so a lot of people like you that are talking k this they want to have like a, a shoe that's a little, maybe maybe even a little less about comfort and more about performance Okay. And so, and I, I don't know how much research you've gone into on this, but like you get these ones with the enormous, uh, like soles, the, just guess. an enormous height on them. Yeah. That are like sort of propelling you forward. Like you're not even standing comfortably because you're feeling like you're tipping forward. Sure. I mean, they got some nutty ones. Go to the men's section for running on, on this website, uh, running and like so you saw that stack obviously you've seen the fresh foam 1080 that's a good sneaker or running shoe sorry mm -hmm. but like look at as you go down uh fuel cell super comp so that's like real i'm doing a competition and you're getting even taller and then they put out some new ones keep going down look at that one look at the look Locker at that thing this. Yeah. fuel cell super comp trainer is like i'm running on a pillow uh, tipping forward mm-hmm like, you can run with that, but then you're not going to wear that. On a regular basis? <laughs> like, imagine yeah, you're just I, I walking, around, walking around here in that. So it all depends on how many shoes you want to own and how serious you are about running. I think that's the way I yeah. look at it. I got this pair. Well, this pair's a great pair. But I do want to compare with another running shoe. This is a great Let's pair. I, I I love the fit of that shoe. Uh, he's talking yeah, about nice. he's talking about the X uh, Foam X eight sixty V thirteen. Yeah. Again, available in a number of different widths, which I like. It has a mesh, a breathable mesh up top, and it's a, it it does have a heel on it, but it's slightly more neutral than that insanity of the yeah, yeah, yeah. the kind of current trend of. Like I guess Hoka kind of started it. I I don't, I don't know who started it, but like this could be daily wear. It's closer. You get the right for color. sure. It's closer for sure. Yeah, but it's tough to satisfy all attributes. I mean, there's all types of things. Like for me, since I do a lot of coaching and I do some baseball and I do some just living and stuff, I try to find things that work for as many things as possible when it comes to shoes. Mm -hmm. As opposed to like being hyper specialist to something because I'm not going to go run 6K or something. Now, if you're talking about hockey equipment, I get very specific about it. Yeah. As something where I compete, then I get really specific about it. Shout out Turtle. 
Anyway, I'll update you. I'll show you these ones. I don't know. It's like a little side rent, but I'll show you these ones when they arrive. They're supposed to show up today, actually. Okay, cool. So I'll show you uh, in black and see which one I like better as a package. I would. I mean, I need some more AI on this website so like I can insert my guy and then like try them on or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need an avatar. Yeah, I know. But it's unbelievable it, that the the history of these things and how close to like they they iterate each generation, mm-hmm. but barely. Like barely did they. It's not like an overhaul or something. Yeah. It's not like when you had a new Jordan or something like that. Like uh-huh. With the 990, it kind of, if you didn't know what you were looking for, you'd be like V5, V6. Mm-hmm. But I guess in this case, they really honed in on what makes it really um, preferred. So they can just make minor adjustments. Kind of like this mouse. Well, it, you and know, when you, once you, when you have that user base that's very particular and has something they like, they might be... You know, you might have a dude, it's not me, but you might have a guy that has had many versions of that shoe. I'm talking about like this 990 and yeah. he doesn't want it to change cause he's just, it's always been his go-to. For sure. So take care of those customers as well, but just shout out New Balance in general. Yeah. They got some kind of promo on their website. Like you get a big discount on clothes if you buy a pair of shoes. They're trying to sell the clothes right now. Oh, okay. It hasn't worked on me yet, like as far as buying clothes, but. Huh. Will just compared shoes and a computer mouse. He did. That's right. He did. He's just talking about minor yeah. iterations, alterations. Although I have to say, I got a new gaming mouse and now I'm kind of messed up. Uh oh. Because because I it is so satisfying. This mouse is so no no don't worry. Oh, I, I thought you got the tar. Tarzaris or whatever? The the razor oh, handed thing? It's not a mouse. That's in place of keyboard. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that. The one-handed keyboard input, which I don't mind. But I got the uh, Logitech mouse, but for gaming, and it's one of their super light ones. Okay. The uh I'm not gonna remember the name right now. Uh it's kinda like that one, but it's even you're gonna have to go to this one? there. Yeah, go there. It's even lighter. It's like the thing is like 63 grams, I think. Okay. It. Uh, yeah, just just scroll down and I'll tell you which one it is. It's gonna be that one, Pro X Super Light. Yeah, and then and I was just like a little bit. Okay, there's something I hate about it, which is it's micro USB. Oh. It's just like, what are you doing in this day and age? But I'm willing yeah. to put up with it because... Is it, it wireless? It's wireless. It okay. It has a, a nice little cable connector w- with a, like a relief built into it. So you can use it wired if you want. And gotcha. it like, it, you're not really tugging on the port, which is makes up kind of decently as, a, as an exchange for the fact that you have to have this micro USB. But... I don't know why this mouse is so satisfying to use. Is it is it the sub micron 25k sensor? Is it the 63 grams? Is no. it the like zero latency? Even the clicks are extremely satisfying and okay. it's just so smooth. Have I don't they, know. Have they fixed the wireless issue with latency? 
Have you noticed any? Dude, I can't lag? even. I can't. T- I can't even tell anything. <laughs> okay. This thing is flying, and I, and I have other gaming mice there that are wired, and that's what I was using. Yeah. And then even this one, I was like, am I going to use it wired or wireless? What's going to go on here? It has its, its own light dedicated too. receiver. But like, man, I was I was ripping some games in Overwatch. Overwatch, and I was, I mean, I was at the top of the top of the when I hit tab, I was at the top over there. Okay, okay. So, and I'm not saying it's the mouse per se, but I'm just I found gave you an edge. And you know what's insane? I actually got the pink color. Oh, okay. What it's insane. Everything I have is black, and then for some reason I got that. Uh-huh. It just pops a little bit. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lose it. I kind of look at it. I, I don't know. It was a weird move. Uh huh. It's mostly because my kid wanted a mechanical keyboard. Uh, well, my kids get one a mechanical keyboard. He did some research online and actually bought. And I don't want to like put anybody on blast here, but I kind of just got to be real with it. He 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 spent he spent a lot of money on a mechanical keyboard, and the thing was basically DOA. Oh, and what do you think? Should I call out what happened or no? Is that rude? Like, because it's one of one off, and then I'm like, I'm not trying to badmouth anybody. It can happen. He got a Steel Series, extremely expensive keyboard. It is the sixty uh, percent, the highest end sixty percent keyboard that they make. Apex Pro, uh, Apex Pro Mini, I think it's called. See if you can if you can see find the smaller one of this. He he really wanted a sixty percent keyboard. Those are just oh. best sellers. Go over to Mini sixty percent. Oh, or do it this way. There this you go. Uh, he he got the wired one, not the wireless. So two hundred and thirty nine dollars Canadian, and it has these adjustable switches. Okay. Which allow you to change the actuation point in the software. Mm-hmm. So you can have it be like basically where you have to bottom it out, send it like three millimeters or where it can be much more sensitive to each press. Uh And I don't know if that is what like led to the issue here, but basically in a day he had an entire row of keys just repeating keys and there was nothing I could do to fix it. And I don't know, like, I'm not saying it's necessarily hardware. Like, I don't know, but I tried multiple systems and I tried to troubleshoot it, popped keycaps off, blew it out, but it was brand new. I was like, pulled it out the seal. Like, I, it was sealed up. Is it like a software thing? Try to update? Oh, uh, oh, everything. Yeah. Firmware, everything. Uh, mul- multiple computers as well. And then um, the, the full uh, suite and driver package and firmware update. And then not affecting anything except the C and the V key. And then the X key the following day. Oh, yeah, you need those. And so what ended up happening was at first the C key was repeating slightly. And then I went into Windows and I was like, okay, let's change the key repeat rate. And then I went into the adjustable key switches and I changed the sensitivity or the actuation. uh, And I put it to the maximum because I was like, maybe it's feeling like it's actuated and it's not. Mm. And it did actually help a little bit putting the actuation point to the maximum but inevitably boom more and more and then more keys started to behave the same way i had it at 3.8 millimeters so you can have the actuation point 0.2 or 3.8 it's kind of crazy cool millimeters but other when other keys started to malfunction i was like oh i've seen this before 
this is some sort of it started to sn smell like, like a, a hardware, hardware issue yeah. that's now affecting uh, a bigger grouping of keys. And of course, uh, cool thing was we actually got it at Canon Computers. So shout out Canon Computers. I haven't talked about them in a, like a while, but like that's a local computer shop. And this is one of the nice things about dealing with smaller companies, at least whenever it works out for you. And I don't know, they, I don't think they knew who I was or anything. I think it was just actual good customer service. I went in there and I was like, yeah, and, and, and the kid was upset. My, like, my kid was upset. You like, ah, oh, did, did I do it? I'm like, you didn't do anything. You just took it out the box, dude. It's all right. Mm -hmm. So they had another one there, and I said, what do you want to do? You want to just pick up the same one and see if it's got, got any issues? Because he had done the research. This thing was highly recommended, and it's a sick keyboard if it's working, obviously. And he goes, nah, I, wanna, I think I'm just going to go with a different different brand hmm. and so he ends up going with the 60 percent uh equivalent from corsair oh, okay. which he loves now and he actually got that in white and it's got just good old-fashioned cherry key switches and i was like you know what i don't think those, i think those things are robust sir yeah stood uh, the test of time i don't know i'm just saying they've been around for a minute or two mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah everest keyboards are fantastic he just wanted a 60% keyboard and he wanted, I think he most, he also kind of wanted to shop for it. Like he actually kind of wanted to sure. go to a physical store. Try it out. And look for it. Uh, so, so he, he's got a much smaller one, the 60%. Oh. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Where is the 60 here? Oh my God. They have three pages of keyboards. There you go. Yeah. Now he didn't get the wireless one, but he got he got this one here. Yeah. And he actually got it in white as well. It comes in white. Click on the it was just what they had in stock. I don't know if it was his preference or not, but it was what they had in stock, so he thought that was kind of cool. Okay, cool. But you can get it with Cherry MX, a number of different Cherry MX options. There's a or just two. Uh red and speed. He selected speed. They had the different switches on display so he could kind of play with each one. And it's subtle differences, but uh-huh. Uh, some would say his brother on the other hand no well blue is obviously yeah, yeah. A, a big difference you can totally feel the actuation on a blue like it boom did it click or not click his brother has that and loves that oh but he wanted something um well he, he ended up going with the speed rather than the red the okay. speed switch which is extremely light so kind of like a green or something. It's if which is I mean or, I think I think it's formulated for gaming as the as the priority. Yeah, which is kind of more what he's. There's a lot of uh, keyboard tech. Recently. He didn't get the wireless one, so it was not 260 bucks. It was actually like 150 bucks. But yes, is it bad. is. It is still a lot of money. It is Canadian. It is. It is a so still a lot of money, and and the white is gonna get dirty for sure. At least a, a handful of keys over on the left. WASD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Few keys are going to get dirty over there, but, you know, it kind of uh, gives a different effect with the RGB there and stuff. So you're pro gamers now? Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much how it breaks down. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I was conflicted on that. Like, as far as whether to recommend to him to give another crack at the same keyboard or if it's like, and I wonder about this with customer service in general how people feel jaded they're like because he, he, he i know it'd be in the back of his head if he bought the same one and even if it worked out the gate 
in the back of his head, he'd say, be saying, oh, a month from now, this thing's going to fail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the level of confidence you have in your product, once you have personally experienced a failure, whether it's indicative of a wider uh, like problem or not, it's weird how that works. Once you experience it, it's just so much more vivid and effective. And it, whether it's a car or a whatever product category it happens to be. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have brands that you had a... You don't even want to put it on blast, but... Yeah. Where you just... I'm sure you've had that happen, where you kind of avoid it because of one failed product. It's crazy. We're so... Especially because it's... Maybe because it's tech, it's very binary. It kind of works or it doesn't. So, like, if one capacitor is just, like, overheated or something and it blows up, it's like, well, it's really annoying that you can't really fix it it's just it's just done it's just you know so unusable not partially usable unusable yeah a keyboard is one of those things that you could probably use it but it would be so irritating to, yeah, like as a workaround it's purely functional it's crazy uh, by the way it's rose says i have my apex pro mini for nine months now it works perfectly fine no i'm sure it was just a bad unit I, yeah it's like i bad. I, the thing is so widely regarded as like the one of the best, if not the best, sixty percent gaming keyboard over there. Mm-hmm. But that's just the experience, you know. That's just the experience. So here, somebody says, "Yeah, I had uh, some Razer products that didn't last long and felt janky." Oh, is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, I yeah. can agree with that. Yeah, there's some Razer products that are just not. The long term. Yeah. The test of time, I don't think they're really that good. Yeah. But I've used a few of them and it's been the same. By the way, I've had other Steel Series products that I love, like the headset that they make, whatever the high end headset is. Those those kids each have one. And the thing is, they're not like they're uh, uh, not the lightest on their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 They really put it to the test. And. When I saw, when I see those headsets still hold up over years, mm-hmm. so anyway, are you what are you doing? You're shouting out your favorite mouse right now. Uh, well, yeah. Oh. Shout out Glorious. Um, they're kind of a newer company. Okay. Um, they make uh, just mice and keyboards, and I have this one, the Model D Wireless, and it's nice. It's like super simple. Is it the a, a light it, one? Is it lightweight? Yeah, it's oh. really lightweight and it's not that expensive. Yeah, sixty-nine grams is light. Yeah, that's still really oh ideal for medium or large hand. Interesting. Oh, yeah. they have a smaller one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's this one, the minus. Is it smaller? No, it still says medium to what? That's weird. Anyway, okay, so two different sizes. Yeah, but they're they're cost effective, I think, and they're pretty nice mouse hmm. or mice. So, all right, I might have to check that out. That looks good. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, everybody's got that grill on it now, though. Hey, yeah, to take away the the plastic, which is weight, I guess. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> got that honeycomb grill. That's kind of I'm. Uh, at first, I didn't mind it, but then I felt the other one, which was just smooth, and there was something the the new one that I got, and there was sure. something so satisfying about that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's personal preference, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Twitter replaces super follows with subscriptions. Elon says the company won't take a cut of creators' earnings for the first year. Oh, they really, really, really want this alternative revenue. They want to get this alternative revenue uh, going. And I don't know, maybe we're poised to take advantage of it. Maybe there's some way we can enable it. I know we have, like, a tremendous audience over here. I don't know what we would do for them, though. What kind of exclusive content could we even do? I guess we could do... Uh, like votes or topics pre-show. I'm trying to think, who is this for? And is it, how functional will it be for content creators? Because Elon is, I think he's right in his assumption that if you attract content creators and they bring their audiences, all of a sudden you got yourself a platform. Hmm. Uh, Add some video content. Instantaneously. Streaming or something, you know, it could definitely be some sort of competitor but you have to incentivize those content creators because that's what the other platforms are doing yeah the other platforms have ways of incentivizing content creators whether it's youtube or twitch or whatever and those those incentivizers are often just tools that are built in that they want to use and that audiences can interact with whether it's a super follow super chat super this or super that Rhyming. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so here's what he says. Apply to offer your followers subscriptions of any material, from long-form text to hours-long video. Just tap on monetization and settings. For the next 12 months, Twitter will keep none of the money. You will receive whatever money we receive, so that's 70% of subscriptions on iOS and Android. They charge 30. And 92% on the web could be better depending on the payment processor. That is some high processing fees. But that's why he says somewhere in that neighborhood. After the first year, iOS and Android fees drop to 15%. And we will add a small amount on top of that, depending on volume. We will also help promote your work. Our goal is to maximize creator prosperity. This is a move, man. I promise you this doesn't sound like much, but this is a move. At any point, you can leave our platform and take your work with you. Easy in, easy out. Yes, it's all, it's all about the way that it's implemented, how easy it is for creators, and how lucrative it becomes immediately. So it will come down to the users that follow those creators and whether they engage with it. Mm-hmm. So it's as much about me having a take on it as it is about the people that watch this show. If all of a sudden I had some sort of like exclusive thing or some sort of in, a way of interacting that was improved... Would you be willing to pay a subscription on Twitter to access that as some sort of super fan? And then what would that amount be? Is it like $1? Is it like $2? Like, what is it? What is that worth? And then what are you hoping for back in return? Because obviously this works on certain platforms. You don't even need to name names. But in those cases, the transactions are extremely obvious. Mm -hmm. Uh... I just wonder what the Twitter version of that is. Yeah, and also how do we create content that is more valuable on Twitter instead of like short form? Well, he's like saying TikTok that you or... can put hours of content on there. I think there's an option, an interactive option. Like if you, uh, you could grant preference if it comes to like questions or topics that people want to talk about. You could be like, oh, uh, we're going to go straight to our subscribers for that feedback. Or I, I don't know, though. It's like, this is all... Will Twitter become like an OnlyFans as well? 
Well, that's what they're suggesting, right? That's that's definitely who they're targeting uh-huh. with this, and there's a lot of money to be made there. And I don't know what their rules are going to be around about around the type of content. Oh, here we go. The details of the program seem to seem to be largely unchanged from Super Follows, though, even though they changed the name. Creators charge between two ninety nine, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine with exclusive content, including subscriber only chats in Twitter Spaces. Okay, that might be cool. Subscriber only chat in Twitter space, but you couldn't you kind of do do mimic that on YouTube as well? Well, we're doing that right now. No, I'm saying that if you actually want to have an interaction, I know I try to pay attention to chat as much as possible, but if you actually want like a phone call. Or like, like multiple maybe people. or maybe like one to ten, like a hangout. Yeah. You could do it on YouTube, I think. Through memberships? Everybody wants a piece of this action, and I don't know who's going to implement it the best, but they want to get in on that business and essentially be one of those places that maybe through their implementation happens to be the place of choice for content creators. I don't know if that's going to happen. I appreciate the effort, obviously, and I think it is the right track. I just think it's harder to do than it sounds because creators get entrenched in their own kind of formulas, Mm-hmm. They're the platforms that they're used to that are already rewarding or already in motion, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it happens to be. But here's cur- a oh, crazy, um, I think, something that will happen or may happen. What if Congress does ban TikTok and then all the creators there go to Twitter? But I don't think that the TikTok Twitter transition is the obvious one. I think TikTok Instagram is way more obvious. I guess because the infrastructure is there. It, well, it's exactly what they're used to. Yeah. If you're posting on, t- like, I mean, when we're posting short content, Twitter is at the bottom of our list right now. I'll just straight up tell you that, Elon. It's at the bottom. Like, we don't even really format for it or worry about it because Twitter and video just don't really go hand in hand right now. Yeah, that yeah. that perception. You bump into video there, you're kind of scrolling past it. I don't know what that is. That has the potential to change. Maybe it's our fault. Maybe we, if we focus there more, things would behave differently over there. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, it's the the video formula that's applicable on TikTok is also fairly applicable on Instagram Reels and also fairly applicable on YouTube Shorts and also fairly applicable on Facebook. Twitter for us often becomes the odd one out, but maybe we should change that. Maybe we can, let's experiment with this, Will. All right. See what happens. Uh, Elon Musk has a, an emerald mine challenge. One million Dogecoin up for grabs if you can prove ownership. Well, because he got, he basically got, um, well, like not even a, not, not even accused, really. The guy was just like, hey, did you see the community notes? But he got defensive about it. You could tell he does not like this Emerald Mine talk. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't, like that one thing about his dad in Africa seems to get him a little irritated. Because mm-hmm. maybe it keeps getting brought up. It does. Yeah. Absolutely. And Elon Musk obviously has said he does not own, never owned an emerald mine. His dad never showed him an emerald mine. And uh, now he's got some offer, but it could be a joke because this came from originally Doge designer on Twitter, an open offer of 
420 Doge to all media outlets who are publishing false information. Send me proof of this emerald mine. And then he replies to that saying, I will pay a million Dogecoin for proof of this mine's existence. And then you're pretty certain that the whole thing is a bit of a joke. But what's a million Doge even worth? I mean, we were talking about crypto comeback. Crypto comeback's legit, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming back. Crypto comeback is legit. At least legit. for now, for this week. <laughs> yeah, but but that means something because it was like dead, dead. It was it was red, dead. Was it not? It was. Uh, some would say hibernating. Ah, crypto winter. Winter. Yeah. Let me check because the thing kept sending me notifications. Didn't it? Aren't you getting these notifications, or is that just me? What notifications? For what? Oh, like uh, whatever. Bitcoin is up. Uh, there you go. There's your chart. I was just looking for it. Bitcoin is up. Ethereum's up. Like. I don't know. I was getting pinged on that stuff. Actually, everything is up. Yeah. Why's it got to be everything is up? Because Bitcoin oh, is the main indicator. I know. If I it's know. doing well most of the time, others are doing. Oh, I see. So it was up, 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 and then now it's kind of dipping a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. All right. Hopefully, someone proves it. Or not. SpaceX releases new animated video of Mission to Mars. They're like, hey, this is what it would look like. Aren't you as excited as we are? Man, people are so jaded in 2023. You, you can't even talk about Mars. You can't get excited about Mars. You got to make cartoons about it. Go ahead. Until it really happens, I think. No, I'm excited. I, I like it. I like Mars. But I just really feel like, you know, you see footage of the uh, moon landing and like people at that time. I don't know if you've ever seen any of this stuff, but like it was hype. The whole world was watching. Yeah. It live, whatever, okay. sort of semi live. Well, depending on who you ask. <laughs> depending on who you ask, but space race and all that kind of thing had global attention. Sure. Now nothing has global attention other than the Will Smith slap. That had global attention. Until we actually reach Mars. I don't agree with you. No. No. Not even. I don't agree with you. I think people are just, by the time we reach Mars, the headsets are so good that nobody's actually going to pull their head out of the dirt to, to know or care what's going on. They're going to be so goddamn self-gratified that it won't even register. And I'm not saying it won't make headlines, and I'm not saying you and I won't talk about it, something like that, but I'm just saying it will never be that global scale of everybody looking at once because everyone is so goddamn distracted. It's not going to happen. You're going to be like, isn't this exciting? What? what? Just drool coming out of their mouth as the headset is feeding them gratification. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think that it's going to be monumental. And I think people will talk about it to a certain extent. But anyways. Well, you're just not looking far enough in the future here. That's all. And when we're talking like... What did he, how many years did he say? 50 years? He, he probably said like next year. Didn't he say like 20, 30 years? Yeah, okay. So let's say 50 years. 50 years, you don't even know how good the headsets are. People aren't coming out. Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. That's a nice little Can you full there. screen that for me? I'm just going to like ultra wide. Move. I'm just going to. Is the song copywritten? I don't care. Put Turn it up. I don't care.
चाहिए Okay, so to be clear, I'm not saying I'm not excited about Mars. <laughs> I like are you kidding me? I I'm all about awe and wonder sure. and ambition and sure. like I'm like that's the whole thing. Like I'll be watching. Of my course. my point was that unfortunately um I'm just not I just hope. I guess that's what it is. I just hope that that there can be sort of like a collective cohesiveness on things that are so immensely impactful to the human race as a whole that uh -huh. that people would could could actually come but they won't happen i'm telling you, you there's all it, everything now has to be either distraction or combat uh like debate mm -hmm. of some kind and and even even space and i guess it doesn't mean it's not warranted it's just like somehow our the communica communication mechanisms that are available to us are currently being utilized and maximized in a particular direction and it's not always the most awe-inspiring mm -hmm. and i understand why they make videos like this to try to remind you yeah. that there is something above gratification and the thing above gratification is awe. 
It's being in awe of something. That's the thing where you're just like, whoa, this is bigger than gratification. The trouble is gratification is tight and quick and constant and available around every corner. Mm. You get a you get a Big Mac on every corner when you're swiping on your on your smartphone. Yeah. And awe, on the other hand, it takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of focus and attention and so I fear that gratification is is a difficult opponent to compete with mm-hmm. for any other feeling, for any other endeavor. Anyway, that's all I... It was a big picture thing, man. Yeah. I'm talking about But me I, I do think, you. like, the first touchdown on Mars, I think the majority of people on Earth will be watching it if it's live-streamed. Like, in the sense of, like, it's playing... It's not going to be live stream, live stream. To get the broadcast over here, it's going to take like quite a while. But I do think that everyone's going to pay attention for that first moment of touchdown. So what is but your... it pre- might be just me. I don't know. What is your prediction as far as timeline then? Um, what do you say? Like, No, never mind what he said. I'm, asking, I'm saying you. It's obviously not having 2030. The, the Cybertruck's going to be here in 2030, all right? Not yeah. Mars. Yeah, 2035, 2040, maybe. Yeah. It might not even just be humans. It might be just, like, bots. Bots being first, sent yeah. Um, to build, like, a colony or something. But, um, yeah, landing on Mars, I think, would be a pretty big feat, obviously. And I think a lot of people will tune in. Almost everyone. <laughs> I think so. Even you keep say, you keep saying you know, that. That's not like I'm. I'm suggesting to you that even if people tune in, they'll care about it for about thirty seconds. I'm saying they won't allow themselves to be in awe. The cynicism yeah. will creep in. I, I agree. Why with do you. we have to be here? Who's who's funding this? Who does this uh, benefit? Uh, you you can't be in awe even momentarily. Then it wears off. And yeah. why do we need to be somewhere else? Elon this or whoever is involved with it at the time, Bezos or whatever rocket it happens to be. I, I mean, maybe yeah. that happened in every in every era, but. And, and and maybe I'm crazy about that, but there is a, a sort of feeling of a lack of just the general sense of optimism about our endeavors. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, a big part of it is a consequence of, of being instantly gratified all the time. You're like, all right, turn that show off. On to my next one. On to my next one. On to my next one. Oh, we landed on the moon. Sick. Now I need this. Order that. Do this. Do It's just such a competing force. Yeah. For your attention permanently that like like remember when it felt like everyone in the world was watching that Red Bull guy jump out of the plane? That's just another it's just another dot. It's just another tiny dot in an enormous people are still talking about the moon landing whether it happened or not. You yeah, you, room you think we're ready for there. Mars? You think we're ready for Mars? And I'm talking about the public, I'm talking about the psyche, the global psyche. Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, most likely they're not going to fake it. They're actually going to do it, and um, there's no skepticism there. And I think at one point people are going to tune in, and this might not be like a thirty-second thing where they're just going to go on to the next thing. I think it might be more 
inspirational because this is the thing that happened in our generation. Guys, I'm not pessimistic. I'm the optimistic one. I'm bitching about the pessimistic ones. That's I am pessimistic but about pessimists. All I'm you saying got is it? that I think there's hope for people to be, I guess, more inspired and really maybe prolong this like landing. Um, and hopefully it would give like a mentality of something better than what we have right now. Like general society of just like negativity that like, oh man, like we landed on Mars. That's, that's crazy. So hopefully it would, it would inspire other people. You know what I mean? And they would care less about their TikToks for like a brief moment. You know, it's going to be on their TikTok. It's going to be remixed. It's going to sure, have sure. some freaking pop song applied to it. It's going to be packaged up into the same uh, meat grinder that all other information that we're expected to process. I think it'll. I think the it'll be like a lot of things in the future where you'll have. You'll have those that you'll have those a very small group that figures out the significance and finds a way to benefit, and then you'll have other enormous groups, um, not necessarily grasping what's going on and the significance yeah. of it, even if even if they're exposed to it. <clears throat> Hopefully, the, that's not the case. The information landscape has just never moved at the pace that it does. And there seems there continues to be moments where I'm just like, you know, you're noticing a news story that felt like it used to sit around a little bit longer, being replaced by 15 others. The pace and the the expiration of almost anything happening now, and there's data like go look at Google Trends, look at how something how long something is hot for, no matter what it is. It's so, there's like this shrinkage of the amount of time that something remains in the public space and consequence of uh, availability and the means of production that the, everybody is a cre content creator now. The abundance of information and the, our inability to organize that and our reliance on computers to organize that for us. And then obviously the consequences of that, it's, it's right on the information pipeline. It's right there, latched onto the thing that we use on a daily basis as our primary resource for information gathering. Okay. I, I hear you on that. I think that there's a lot of distractions right now online. And uh, hopefully people can just use their discretion and just focus on more important things it's more than distraction it's not distraction it's calculated it's hijacking of the mind it's manipulative it's, yeah it's what whose agenda is it w or sorry better question what's agenda is it mm -hmm. what is the effect who is driving this machinery and people say well it's just spitting back more you to you okay what it, to, 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 to what extent are we capable of uh, resisting ourselves? 
resisting those, um, I don't know. I, there, 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 there seems to be that there's a, a way to kind of um, maneuver and affect outcomes via the operation of these uh, complicated systems that we're not really, it, it could be like, it, it could be something as simple as distraction, or if you want to look at it more deeply, it could be something as, uh, it could be something far more calculated, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of people are talking about right now, right? As Whether it be Congress or whether it be even just in public, like, you know, I'm sure you have these conversations where people, everybody wonders. It's not just about revenue. That It's not that simple. It's about control. Mm-hmm. Control, manipulation, and persuasion, and to sort of the, the battle for, for your attention. So I don't really even blame people for that matter. Like, I know to a certain extent, we there is self-control involved in there, but some, some substances are so potent that we straight up say, hey, be careful around those substances. Historically, we go, hey, you know, willpower and stuff, it's cool, but like this stuff right here, this stuff right here hits pretty much everyone. And almost nobody is safe. And almost no monk-like mental state is enough to manage that potency. You want to take a break? Okay, we're taking a break. See you in a bit. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Uh, This is going to help you find your local primary care doctors, dermatologists, specialists, dentists. You're going to do it all online. All right? You need these people in your life. We all need to interact with the high caliber professionals in the medical space. They've also got reviews on there so you can see what other users have said about that particular doctor. They separated, highly recommended. I mean, you're reading reviews for everything else. And then the last piece is you're wondering if your insurance is going to work. Well, that happens online as well. Because you can see 99% of patients have had successful bookings with these insurances. And then it's a, a list of hundreds of different insurance providers that are have been approved and used at a particular primary care doctor specialist or otherwise so do the doctor thing the way you're doing all your other things in 2023 do it online or do it in the app via zocdoc thank you to zocdoc zocdoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book doctors in their neighborhood who are patient-reviewed and fits their needs and their schedules just right. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Lulater and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash Lulater. ZocDoc.com slash Lulater. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> AI generated. Yeah, what? I was like, how do you how do you guys like our first experiment with AI generated will on the app? Hey, man, I think it actually went really well. Voice. I think it went really well. Yeah. I think it was pretty smooth, actually. <laughs> uh, that was one of your better. Let's take a breaks uh, of all time. Really, the awkward pause. It was a fantastic. It was okay. almost like a cliffhanger. It was like what? Yeah. Let's take a break. I mean, you should have just straight up done it. Like, I mean, you did kind of. I did, yeah. You did kind of, and that's I what thought, I think was good about it. Well, I thought you wanted to talk more about, you know, the previous story. No, no, no. It was fine. I, I thought I, you were still. I'm like, saying I like, I like the exact okay. moment you did that. This episode ideal. <laughs> you almost did it again. Why not now? Okay, yeah. I, I thought you had like a train of thought going on. Wait, do we need to put another one in? No, there? no, no. Oh, okay. I pressed it by accident. Oh, okay. I was like. You're getting some weird edits right now. Uh, here's Apple claims it will use 100% recycled cobalt pulled from old devices in its iPhone and Mac batteries by 2025. After being accused of using child labor to mine rare minerals in Africa. Oof. Well, that's the lesser talked about one. It's like, hey, what about all these smartphones and saving the environment, whatever else, and where does all this stuff come from? Batteries, and who's getting it, and let's not talk about it, and or let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's like everything. You know, it's a plus-minus column. Yeah. Somebody got to pay for it. Something has to pay for it. Uh, there's almost no, no freebie. It's Even when they use words like renewable, it kind of screws me up because I'm like, all right, yeah, renewable in a sense, like once you've got the product, but how did you make the product? How did you make the renewable product? How do you Uh build? Do you build the renewable product with renewable products? Buy renewable products for renewable products? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's just a chain is how how deep you want to look into it. Anyway, so Apple comes out and says we're going to use 100% recycled cobalt in our batteries by 2025. So they're just going to keep needing to bring in those old devices. So they might have to pay you more now for your used device, which would be good. Cobalt is a chemical element found in almost every tech gadget that uses lithium-powered battery. Smartphone, tablet, or laptop requires a few grams of it, whereas an electric vehicle requires 22 pounds. More than 70% of the world's cobalt is mined in the Democratic Republic of Congo, also known as DRC. Now, we've seen footage and images out of these places showcasing child labor, obviously, exploitation and criticism on, hey, how are you guys getting this stuff? What do these operations look like? Who's following up on this? And, of course, these different uh, companies, you know what they do, right? They got other companies in these places running these businesses with separate identities and separate names. And then those companies report to other companies and it's a whole chain in there. Shadow company. Yeah. I mean, it's not Apple's, it's not the Apple cobalt mine. Will. no, that would not be a smart play for them. Uh, Apple has significantly expanded the use of certified recycled cobalt over the past three years, making it possible to include in all Apple design batteries by 2025. This was achieved using an iPhone disassembly robot that separates batteries from other components, allowing specialty recyclers to recover the cobalt and other materials, including lithium. It claims that they have they have now extracted 24,250 cobalt, what, pounds? Doesn't say. Cobalt. Just straight up cobalt. Yeah, the unit is cobalt. Since 24,250 cobalts have been extracted. Hmm. 
since 2019. It should have enough to use in all devices by 2025. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love to see that if it's if they can actually do it in a in a in efficient manner in which it's not even tougher energy input energy output if they've got these robots working really efficiently pulling these batteries out you 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 you, you presume that they uh that is better it's a better move in the long run mm -hmm. i don't have the spreadsheet in front of me but first video said uh, tesla cybertruck absurdly large windshield wiper in action you got the honker in action finally get to see it so my dream come true yeah. Or it could be a nightmare, depending. Because I'm scared of that honker right there. I told you, man. It's the one wild card for me. Because they fixed the wheels. I got the warthogs. And I don't mind the mirrors. And I like the glass roof. Uh -huh. So the honker is the last uh, consideration here. And I know they had to put it on and you got to have a wiper. But it is such a big truck to have one wiper. Oh, we're about to get like a spray. A spray and wipe in the video. He, oh, he looks up. He's like, should I do it? The drone's right there. And I know you love this dynamic. This is your favorite thing. Everyone... I, I don't like it. I express my opinions on these drones flying way too close to these uh, vehicles. Yeah, I, I don't like it at all. It's no, really dangerous. I, I guess what I meant when I said that is you, you, you love these type of clips from inside. Yeah, I, the... I do like the clips. Yeah. Though. So, you know, the drone gets the clips, right? So there it is. It comes from the bottom left. Hmm. Can we see that again? Can, we, can you... Uh... All right. So here we go. Boom. It's huge. That thing could kill a small creature. Yeah. You can wow. double it as a weapon. That's got to be one hell of a motor on that baby. A oh. lot of dependence on this one, eh? I wonder how complete, much it costs. Complete dependence. You know what I'm envisioning? That thing getting frozen down in the winter. Oh, boy. And, got, getting, and hacking it out of there. Yeah. Got to be one hell of a motor on there. Yeah. Well, it's... If it breaks, what do you think it costs to replace that baby? Oh, man. How heavy is it? thousand too? bucks? thousand? More? Yeah. I don't know. But it's really, like, thick. It's, like, thicker than a hockey stick. Right? <laughs> looks like, yeah. It looks pretty yes. honker. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's why we've called it the honker. Yeah. Exactly how you would describe it. Yeah. Okay, well. It's definitely too big to be called a wiper. It's more than a wiper. Honker is appropriate. That's right. Yeah. Maybe they'll adopt it. What are you doing to my brain? <laughs> is that real? It's real, dude. Is this that guy? He's always doing these things. He did the hubless one. He does big ones, small ones, razor blades. I think there's a Yeah, the Q. Guy. No, it's the guy. Oh, it's, the I promise guy. you it's the oh, guy. Okay. That is mind-bending. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I would call that? I would call that mind-bending. Is it practical? No. Does it work? Absolutely. I, I presume this dude is playing it off. as really easy to ride, but it's probably a lot of strength finagling to push each it's a lot of friction oh oh baby uh yes the determined engineers behind the youtube channel the q managed to build a bicycle with square wheels that rolls as comfortably as a bike with as comfortably 
Let's see this other guy down here in this video going with the square wheels. But he's on a special track. Yeah, that's not fair. Well, that's a totally different... Don't even... Don't show me that. The other one... Give me the Q video. Give me a little bit of that instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no music oh at all. God. Sponsoring the video. Oh, Shout out, Anchor. Let's go. Car sucks. Oh, these are always beautiful videos. You get to watch the build. ASMR. You get to relax a little bit. You get the different tools involved. Well, they're kind of like tank treads at this point. That they oh, is that what's going on? Yeah. Go ahead, yo. Definitely like a like a tank tread. A track system. Uh-huh. There's a track system over there. <laughs> it looks so fun. Yeah, I mean, it goes pretty smoothly. This is, listen, how many views does this have on, on the queue? Because this is the pathway towards tremendous views. Typically, 1.4 million. Go go to their channel and show me some of the previous times they've done crazy bikes. Just sort it by by popular. There you go. The epic cycling. Oh, yeah, on ice. yeah, this one. 195 million. And the other one, just a normal bike, and it has the partial... Mm. Only like one piece of the wheel distributed, strangely, 141 million. So, so this will do some numbers, do some damage. Although, as you know, trends on YouTube a little tougher with the long form these days. Yeah, you see, even some of the recent uploads there 170k, 150k. Good luck, good luck to the queue and your insane square cycle. Yeah, NBA game. But through VR. And why not? You sit on the court side, don't you? Yeah. I don't... You know There's what? different views. I don't mind this idea. Not a bad idea for VR. You know, you're, those court side tickets cost... A, and I'm not saying it's the same as being there, but it's kind of cool. You get a good uh, headset as well? A good uh, headphones? Yeah, oh yeah. You're you get it. the sound yeah, going. You're in it. Okay, play the, play the video here. MetaQuest virtual reality headset to check out one of the five broadcasts. This is your headset, right, Well, Yeah. Yeah, they're just using a Quest 2. So, it's live? Or are you watching it after the fact? It's live, yeah. So it's live. So does that mean that there's somebody sitting courtside with the camera equipment in that spot that you're then occupying via the live stream? Yeah, well, they would just be like a camera that records 3D. That's all that's needed, right? Yeah, I know, but I've just I've been watching some basketball and I didn't notice them on the sidelines in the courtside location. I haven't seen these 3D cameras sitting there. Oh, maybe they're small. I guess relatively. But um, yeah, you you can literally be like Drake, just courtside, and have the same view. I guess it's actually 180 degrees instead of 360. You can't really turn right around. Right. Probably right. for privacy sure. reasons. But there's different angles too. You can be like behind the net. Yeah, it's so, it really cool. 
This is one of the more unique uses. If it's live, that's pretty wild. Like live experiences, you could do concerts, you could do whatever. Although, choose your seat. It's never going to be like being there, though. Yeah. Like atmosphere. You're still going to know you're elsewhere, but I don't know. It might be as close as you can get. And also the resolution mm -hmm. plays a really important role. Got to get that going. But cool. Uh, Montana, close to becoming the first state to completely ban TikTok. Montana lawmakers are expected to take a big step forward on a bill to ban TikTok from operating in the state. What does that mean? Does that mean, I mean, I know the government side, they can say, oh, you can't install on government devices. Does it mean that they can, like, no one can use it? It's blocked? Or, let's see here. Montana's proposal, which has been, which has a backing from the state's GOP-controlled legislature, is more sweeping than bans in place in nearly half the states in the U.S. TikTok, which is owned by ByteDance, yes, yes, yes. It's already been banned on government devices. Mm -hmm. Huh. Supporters of a ban point to two Chinese laws that compel companies in the country to cooperate with government on state intelligence work. We already knew about that. Congress is considering legislation that doesn't call out TikTok, but gives the Commerce Department the ability to restrict foreign threats on tech platforms. That bill is being backed by the White House. This is the thing I don't get. Why don't they just call out TikTok? Because the reason people get nervous is they say, hey, this could be used in like ways that we don't know at the moment. So we don't want to get behind this because mm. what if the government gets too much power and all of a sudden you're banning stuff just because it's saying something about you? And you have this power now because you've got all these new bills in place that grant you that power. If you just label TikTok like, hey, this is only uh, applying to TikTok given XYZ, case-by-case -case basis, then people aren't going to be as apprehensive. Mm -hmm. But the way, And I don't know, maybe government can't work that way. Maybe it has to be generalized and in this particular process. The bill would prohibit downloads of TikTok in Montana and would fine any entity or app store 10000 per day each time someone is offered the ability to access the social media platform or download the app. I have no idea. I mean, the VPNs and everything else, how do you enforce this? Mm -hmm. But People, yeah, can just use a VPN. But, but it's a risky VPN. Uh-huh. It's a risky VPN when they're, when they're out here talking about $10,000 fines. Remember when people were getting DMCA's to their house? Like you, you got some of those, didn't you? Did I? Oh yeah, I did. Like a while ago. But but they could. Why couldn't they? Yeah. If they say, "Hey, it's banned in the state," why couldn't they actually go after the user at some point? Mm -hmm. Well, my frame is sick, dude. You're in the bottom right. Corner. I know. That's the point. That's a beautiful frame. Look at that. If I want to emote, like. If I need to... Look at this one. ...elaborate oh, no. with hands, now I have space for that. Okay. See, this is, this happens here. I'm, I'm part Italian, you know that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, very uh, emotive. Sick frame. Look at the, look at the, the, the sick frame, Will. That's because you're saying it. No. <laughs> That's completely independent of that. So I wonder what will happen. If you're in Montana... And then TikTok just wouldn't be able to be downloadable. That's the proposal. That's yeah. Never mind government devices applying to everybody. Hmm. Yeah. All right.
uh, definitely more intense. I didn't know that the state, that state by state, they could do that, but yeah. well, they're doing it for government devices. They are Why so not course, the, yeah. state by state. Why not? Will? Why not? China's game art industry reportedly decimated by growing AI use. Is this your story or mine? I don't. It's mine. You you, you don't want to you don't want to claim another AI story because you turned into Mister AI lately, right? No. There's an AI story up ahead. Oh, okay, but the, yeah, yeah, I put I put this one. Yeah. And well, because I think this is really the question it comes down to for people is like. All right, stealing the jobs, taking the jobs. How fast? How soon? Which ones? And and is it feasible? And this article seems to indicate very fast, very feasible. And here's your industry. <laughs> like uh-huh. the widespread use of AI art is reportedly diminishing the work of game artists in China who worry about how it'll be used in other departments of game development. And you're talking in this case about uh, game art. Our way of making a living is suddenly destroyed. I wish I could just shoot down these programs. It's being used so much, it eliminated the need for artists at game developers in China. Per a new report from rest of world companies in the country are now relying on AI generators over human illustrators. The use of AI generators such as Midjourney and Dali allegedly started in February and since grown exponentially. Studios using the technology range from small indie developers to regional giants such as Tencent and NetEase who use AI to create materials such as characters, locations, and promotional materials. Yeah. Imagine all the art in a game. Concept art, matte painting. It's an insane amount of art in a game. Yeah, just generated within like 30 seconds. Per game industry recruiter Leo Lee, illustrator jobs declined by nearly 70% in, in the last year, in part because of AI growth. Bosses may be thinking they don't need so many employees. I don't know. Listen, I don't know specifically enough about China or game development, but I this makes sense to me. I, I, I can imagine that wherever cost there could be cost cutting, cost saving, and just uh in some cases the ability to actually just create more work by Utilizing these tools that really don't don't they don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. Go generate. I need a I need a, a character that looks like this. I need a uh, environment that looks like that. I need a tree that looks like this. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too is if you're investing in it now, and you fine tune it, it's the type of thing you just hit the hit the duplicate button. Yeah, you just go over and over and over again. It worked last time. Boom, profit margin. Boom, no variable. Yeah. Wait a second. I'm not. Why are you making that face? I'm not. No, saying... no, no. I, I'm, I'm gonna say something controversial here. <laughs> I just look at like game art now, especially the really popular games like uh, League of Legends or Valorant, Overwatch. I don't know, like, they kind of have the same art style. Now, that's very controversial. I get it. But this kind of art style is, like, what AI is generating. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe this might be a push for some other art style, you know, that's, like, 
that hopefully will kind of push AI to like a different but couldn't, angle. But couldn't I or wouldn't AI, know. wouldn't... Yeah, have, maybe AI will copy that. As, or wouldn't it have its own version of trends? It'd be like, oh, that game's really hot. And then all of a sudden, all these AI outputs would be mimicking whatever that output was. Yeah. Like, if you went over there and you were, like, generate an image of, uh, or art uh, uh, that looks like Zelda, wouldn't it be able to uh -huh. figure out that style and kind of mimic it? Yeah, eventually. So it would but just is, is this the only defense that we have at this point is like having the artist like a human artist just kind of pump something that is just like what AI can't generate now because they don't have the data set for it because uh, I think with AI like it it's using this kind of data set right like Scour. Absolutely, uh, yeah. If you said game style and yeah, whatever indicators you gave it, it can pull all these images. Absolutely, there's this type of stuff inside of its data so, set. So I'm hoping like humans could, well, artists can like create their own kind of style. But then that'll get push them. But that'll get crawled and added to the data yeah, set. Yeah, eventually, eventually. But that, I don't know. I just look at this art style. It's well, well how it's very you? similar to like other games. Like Overwatch, compared to Valorant or something. I know because it's it, when something is working. That's in all industries. It, like, look what happened with the chicken sandwich. One company was selling a bunch of chicken sandwiches. I was like, oh, here's my chicken sandwich. If you have a game that's absolutely crushing, and you're about to invest a ton of money into it, do you want to take a risk on something that doesn't look like other successful things? But maybe breaking the mold. By the way, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm just counter arguing. I don't. I agree yeah, with you. Like I. I, I wish games uh, that had a more distinctive appearance to them. That would be cool. But everyone's kind of. I don't know. There. There's definitely like a convergence of. Yes, convergence. And and, and comfort. I think gamers that want to go from title to title, it, it there's kind of like a cozy blanket effect yeah. of kind of feeling like y y you understand those elements, those appearances. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I just missed a super chat. Can you uh, just click on that real quick? I can shout out who gave that super chat. Shout out, Dave. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So fast, Will. Yeah, Apex, I don't know. I just look at the artwork and it's... I know, how How are you describing this style, by the way? Like, I don't... I, I know what, that you, what you're saying, the, the similarities, and even the game styles, never mind the art, but the game, the style of the games is relatively similar. Mm -hmm. But what is your, what is, how do you describe these? Like this one maybe is a little grunge, a, grungier. Look yeah. at the colors, right? They're not as neon. Yeah. I mean, shout out to the artists. I have to say, like, they do hard work. They, they, try their best um but i don't know it's it's hard to differentiate at this point because you're right like things if if it works why not other companies just copy it other brands other games um but yeah i don't know the style i guess it's a bit more cartoony a bit more colorful color for sure like, I remember when Fortnite hit, and I was just like, what the hell? Like, it was just... It's kind of delightful in a way. It's just like color overload. 
Everything yeah. looks like bubble gum. Cotton candy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, AI is going to do all of it. So, um, this, this, this article seems to indicate it's going to happen faster, too, than you might think. And it's crazy. Developers, artists, like... <laughs> Us as well. Yeah, it's just coming. Yeah, we're going to get replaced. It's coming for you. Yeah. AI-generated Joe Rogan podcast stuns social media with terrifying accuracy. Mind-blowingly dangerous. Is this more accurate than what we've seen in the past? Uh, uh, shout out Joel who says, I have yet to see a style of art that these models can't reproduce. These models are one one-hundredth of the size of ChatGPT GPT-4. It shows you how easy it is for the ML model. Yeah, it's just a yeah, matter of... It's definitely not wrong. ...matter of time, like the capability for sure. It'll absolutely be there. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's a podcast going around um, called the Joe Rogan AI Experience. Oh, boy. It has two episodes... Um, the first one I listened to was Sam Altman. Yep. Um, and this is purely AI generated. Yeah, even the logo here is slightly off. The Joe Rogan, and it's able to use that training to uh, generate new text. So this is Sam Altman, and grammatically yeah. correct. And the cool thing is that um, the more data it's trained on, the more accurate and diverse its responses can be. That's insane. So let's say I ask ChatGPT a question right now. It's going to use that deep learning process to generate an answer on the spot. Exactly. And what's even more impressive is that uh, it can also generate uh, answers. In no, the eyes are good style, for him. Which is why it's able to um, generate um, a podcast like this. It's able to keep track of the conversation and uh, generate <laughs> responses that are relevant to the conversation at hand. Wow. That's seriously mind-blowing. So... What do you see as the future of AI technology and how it's going to continue to shape the world? Well, I think the potential world. for uh, AI technology world. is going to revolutionize a lot of um, industries from healthcare to transportation to entertainment. But it's also important for us to um, um, be responsible in the way that we use Double AI um. to ensure that its development benefits humanity um, as a whole. I think it's up to us as a society to shape the future of AI in a way that's uh, ethical and benefits everyone. That's a great point, Sam. And it's a reminder that even though AI technology has advanced to the point where it's generating a, a podcast like this, we still need to be mindful of its impact and how we use it. Uh, how does it work in practice? Can you give us an example of how someone might use it? Sure. One way someone might use ChatGPT is by uh, asking it questions about a particular topic. For example, uh, if you wanted to know more about a specific historical event, you could ask ChatGPT about it and... Uh, it would provide information and context on the topic. Mm. It can also have more general <laughs> conversations. <laughs> yeah, so obviously I think Joe doesn't sound like his normal self. But why does Sam sound like Sam? Sam sounds like Sam. He's It's, ve it's very convincing. It's, it's odd because you would think there'd be way more content to train this model from Joe than Sam. Joe has more hours spoken on the internet than the vast majority of the population. Why is Joe hard to do? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I also noticed, like, listening to Joe Rogan, like, he, his waves of, like, volume goes up and down. Um, but for this AI sample, it's very much like one tone. Okay, there's one more, which is uh, Trump. Rogan and Trump. You want to listen to yeah. Trump? 
way they move, the way they strike. It's just amazing. The UFC is doing an incredible job. They're making it better and better every year. Yeah, it's really something. I have to say, I was a little surprised to hear that you were into the UFC, but it's great to see the UFC. you have an appreciation for the sport. Yeah, I love it, Joe. So let's dive into the topic at hand. You've been banned from Twitter, one of the biggest social media platforms in the world. How has that impacted your life? Let me tell you, Joe, it's been a tremendous change. Unbelievable. Twitter has impacted platform your life. To connect with all my tremendous supporters and get my message out to the masses, the biggest masses you've ever seen. But since being banned, I've had to find alternative ways to communicate. And let me tell you, it's been a real eye-opener, believe me. Yeah, I can imagine. So how has that led to creating your own social media app called True Social? Well, Joe, it's simple. After being banned from Twitter... We saw a need for a platform that truly represents freedom of speech, the best freedom of speech, a place where people can express their opinions without fear of censorship or being banned for having a different viewpoint. That's why we created True Social, the greatest platform you've ever seen. It's a platform for the people, by the people. And let me tell you, it's going to be outstanding, just like America. <laughs> We're the best in the world, believe me. Okay. They get the right vocabulary. And they actually do pretty decent with tone. It's the cadence problem. Yeah, there's an uncanniness about this. I think one of the main points is that they don't talk over each other. It's kind of like really mm. Q&A. And I think in a real conversation, there would be stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. Like in the background, when Trump is talking or whatever. It, it's, yeah, it's more convincing that way. But... In this case, there's not really much of that. Yeah, it, uh, uh, the, the up and down and the pauses or lack of pauses or where they're placed, the inflection, it's these other nuances of conversation, communication that are, those are the telltale, those are the things that give it away. Mm -hmm. However, this is right now. This is early right days. Uh-huh. And you can easily, from this, imagine the ways in which it could be utilized now and at a, a future date when it's uh, more improved. And it's, it's powerful stuff, for sure. And it's a 50-minute video. It's wild. Um, and Joe Rogan, he listened to it, so he responded. Hmm. And he, he said he didn't like it, or did he find it convincing? Let me tell you, folks, this is some next-level stuff we've got going on here today. That's oh, AI Rogan. Every single word of this podcast, that's right. The real-life Rogan uh, tweeted, this is going to get very slippery, kids. Yeah. Mm. Well, sure, because you don't necessarily need a two-hour conversation, for one. You just need a well-done tidbit stating something, marketing something, saying something outlandish feeding it to the right publications or having some sort of tactic where you knew how you were going to spread something through social media, influential characters involved. I mean, you can just envision all this stuff playing out and slippery is the right way to explain it. And it's just going to get better. So, yeah. A computer-generated swatting service is causing havoc across America as the U.S. deals with nationwide swatting wave Motherboard has traced much of the activity to a particular swatting as a service account on Telegram. 
Tor Swats uses synthesized voices to pressure law enforcement to specific locations. Good lord. That is ugly stuff. By the way, this swatting thing is like, yeah, okay, it's a joke. It's a funny joke to some people, but like it has had some terrible consequences. Mm-hmm. There's been stories of, well, people getting killed. Death. Yeah, because yeah. of it. Hello, I just committed a crime and I want to confess. A panic-sounding man in a call to a police department in February. I've placed explosives inside. Oh, my God. I don't even want to say that. Synthesize the voice. How do they trace it? Untraceable number that it originates from. Synthesized voice. And now chaos ensues. Mm Mm-hmm. The bombs weren't real, but crucially, neither was the man's voice. The panicked man's lines sound artificially generated according to the recordings of the swatting calls reviewed by Motherboard. It is unclear how exactly the caller generated the voice, be that some form of artificial intelligence tool or another speech synthesis program. The result, though, is a voice that sounds very consistent across multiple calls. And when you're dealing with a threat, Will, you don't want to be the one to say, hey, that's a synth- this, is, this is a joke because it's a synthesized voice. Uh-uh. You could have a legitimate criminal utilizing a synthesized voice you have to respond to that threat legitimately every single time mm-hmm. so you got a thing called tor swats tor swats connection to these wide-ranging swatting incidents has not been previously reported the further automation of swatting techniques threatens to make an already dangerous harassment technique more prevalent uh-huh. uh carries out these threatening calls tor swats tor swats carries out these threatening calls as part of a paid service they offer for 75 dollars they'll close down a school for 50 bucks they can you can buy an extreme swatting oh my god Uh, well i don't want to like give anybody any ideas i don't recommend doing any of this please don't do any of this this is not not these are not nice things to do but I guess in our AI synthesis realm, you could, it doesn't even, maybe it's, maybe you have Joe Rogan's synthesized voice making these calls. You have to be skeptical of everything, even the cops. Now, how do they respond? Once, if it's as prevalent as we're saying, as it could become. And something like this is, has to be time specific. It has to be like, let's go. Right. There's no waiting for something like this. Yeah. It's ugly stuff. All right, let's turn it around. A man tosses 200K onto highway. A family says he emptied shared bank accounts for the stunt, and they're now penniless. Okay, that's not turning it around. What are you talking about turning (laughs) it around? (laughs) I want to go with another article, but But here we are. So he robbed uh, his family from their shared bank account and threw it on the highway instead? Uh Uh-huh. And then everyone picked it up on the highway, and now they're broke. That must have been one hell of an argument. Stupid stunt. He's like, "Screw it! No one's getting the 200k." Uh, The report is of a man, 38 years old, Colin Davis McCarthy in Oregon, threw 200,000 from his vehicle onto Interstate 5 at around 7:20 p.m. on Tuesday. Someone reported the incident to the Oregon State Police, with authorities later finding the vehicle close by and getting in touch with McCarthy. Now, the reason you might report that, that could cause some serious problems on the Interstate 5 yeah. with a bunch of money floating around, people trying to stop and get it. McCarthy told police he was doing well and wanted to bless others with gifts of money. However, his family later told investigators he allegedly drained their shared bank accounts. The 200 k was reportedly mostly gathered by 8 p.m. the same day motorists pulled over on the highway to collect it. 
which was the danger to other drivers and poorly affected traffic flow. Well, yeah, obviously, hopefully nobody's hurt. Is this one of those ones inspired by some sort of internet stunt? A good deed? Ooh, uh, yeah. I can do that too. But just not like I just wonder if the camera well. was rolling. I wonder if this is posted somewhere and uh -huh. if it was Anyway, he ends up, does he end up getting charged disorderly conduct, potentially reckless endangering, but most likely disorderly conduct? The man's family has now asked the cash to be given to the authorities. They're like, please give the cash back. People are like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Man. With the best intentions. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. The best intention for someone else other than the people whose money was shared in uh -huh, there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Didn't think it through. All right, last one. The world's most bizarre rock formation has oddly perfect split down the middle that is still unexplained. This looks like a saw cut through two enormous stones that are balancing on tiny little points. In the deserts of Saudi Arabia, a part of the world that is steeped in history, a mysterious rock formation amongst the most unusual and interesting in the world. It's called the Al-Nazla Rock Formation, and as well as being of special geological interest, it is also offers insight into the past. First thing you notice about it is that there's an almost perfectly straight line split carved right down the center. Oh, I wonder if they think it's not natural. Is it like old human interaction? And it's in the middle of the oh, desert. Wait, it's not from some sort of human quarrying, nor is it the work of some conceptual artist or others. Uh, it's completely natural. And it's that natural erosion that could have caused it to be the way that it is. Natural how? Water? Mm. Sand? The simple truth, however, is that nobody actually knows for certain how that crack was formed. It's a perfect 90 degree crack. Unbelievable. And how much would you think that is? It's a couple inches apart? Yeah, it's not a lot. It's definitely not a foot. It's definitely uh, maybe six inches. Uh-huh. I don't know. But it certainly makes There's for... no water around. No, you're, no, you're you know, right. You're in the desert. The formation. But I guess you have the big stone and then you have a... I, I, Listen, to begin with, this stone sitting where it's sitting is already bananas. Look at it. There's yeah. nothing there. Just a bunch of sand. And then these two things sitting on this tiny little contact point with the earth, but then much larger on top. It's already a cool formation to begin with. And then you add the split and, well, the two boulders are six meters high, which is about 20 feet. And here are the theories. Sedimentary rocks erode at different rates based upon which layer is being exposed, which you can also see in places like Monument Valley in the United States. As the sediment is eroded away, it can leave pedestal-like structures, which is what we're talking about, standing on a much smaller base than the scale of it because you're having more erosion down at the lower end of it. What's this? Etchings? Well, I think a lot of people go see it now, right? Uh-huh. Another theory, which is questionable but possible, could be a joint or fracture in the rock. Mm -hmm. But it's it will not... eventually crumble away. Hmm. But and it's that... not like the rock, like one side of it is like cracked and it's like tipping over. They have two platforms. 
I know. Oh, you like this thing. I Aliens. Didn't, I didn't realize you were going to like this that much. I like the unsettled. I like the mystery. People say the cut is too clean. Maybe vibration caused it. Predator cut. Oh, with the laser? Butterfly girl says no Lizzo hate here. Yeah, people are saying Lizzo sat on it. <laughs> and it split. But Too clean. Witchcraft. Yeah, I don't know, man, but it's pretty cool. Very cool. One hell of a photo. You get a shot in front of that. Thank you very much, everybody who joined here today. Who joined this past week. Who decides to take these rides with us. Not yet to Mars, but maybe one day. And you better be paying attention. They probably got rock formations like that on Mars. Probably. You want to catch that Instagram photo in front of it, you're going to need to put a suit on. You can't just be chilling in the summer uh, desert outfit there. No. Good week. Good weekend to all of you. If your weather looks anything like mine does, I suggest you get out and enjoy it. Go out for a run. See you guys next week. Later.